재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Well, typically during the Lunar New Year holidays or during the Chuseok holidays, uh, some people like to wind down after that uh, very arduous and physically demanding task of traveling to your hometowns by perhaps watching a movie and sort of relaxing uh, through that form of entertainment. It could either be going to the theaters or maybe going home, watching something that has been out for a while, hopefully through legal means. Uh, but it could be a bit of a challenge to try and find the proper movie to watch. So we're going to get a bit of a guide and get some analysis on some of the best movies we can consider during this holiday season. Uh, we're very pleased to have joining us uh, acclaimed movie director Jin Won-suk on the line. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Happy Lunar New Year. Well, Happy Lunar New Year to you, sir. Uh, thank you very much for joining us as an expert in this industry. I suppose right now if people are uh, considering watching a movie, what are some of the things that, um, what are some of the notable mo- movies uh, in your view? Uh, well, uh, during this holiday season, there, unfortunately, there's only one movie that's uh, playing right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> it seems uh, a movie called The Violent Prosecutor, which I haven't seen yet, but uh, it's doing massive uh, business in Korea at the moment. Um, and I believe that they have like over 70% uh, market share of, uh, you know, which is, uh, which is a pretty, uh, it's huge, but at the same time, you know, they're going to talk about also the diversity, you know, like the lack of diversity uh, at the box office in Korea. Right, so we have one film that is completely dominating uh, the box office right now, 70%. Um, as we talk about some of these notable films in, in the recent past, uh, um, for example, Nebujadil or Inside Men, it, this was now ranked as the second most watched R-rated movie of all time. Usually when we talk about these, uh, I suppose, restricted under 19 type of movies, they don't necessarily do well but do we see a trend now where these sort of more adult themed type of movies are gaining popularity well that's a good question um well you know traditionally um well so-called r-rated movies uh they have limited audience in korea uh but this was an exceptional performance and i think it had a lot to do with the fact that the film dealt with the social injustice and systematic uh corruption in korea and it really showed the, the ugly side of us as a society. And I think the audience was able to relate to it. So, um, and I think that was the selling point of that film. And of course, it was well uh, acted and it was well scripted, well written. Mm. Um, and I just think that, um, yes, uh, this will encourage filmmakers uh, uh, to, um, you know, they, it will encourage filmmakers to do more challenging, more uh, daring uh, uh, stories to tell. And this is a lot of uh, what you're talking about, the, the reflection of the movie audience's feelings of society at the time where you have Nebujadil or uh, Beterang who uh, kind of depict this very unfair society we live in and corruption that is rampant. Is that something that you think is a continuous theme for this year and this current state of uh, movies? I, I think so. I think so. Uh, um, well, these two movies doing exceptionally well. Uh, it will definitely um, will result in a lot of knockoffs, a lot of uh, similar films, uh, films dealing with similar subject matters. Also, films about uh, uh, dominant male characters. Obviously, uh, you know, if you look at those films, uh, you had uh, with a veteran, you got uh, Yoo Ah In and Hong Jong Min, and of course with the uh, 
never each other. You got three uh, awesome actors, uh, right. so male actors. I'm talking about. So yes, I mean uh, people are going to create more stories like this, um, hoping that uh, this type of story will also um, attract a lot of uh, male actors. Uh, actors, you know, they want to, you know, maybe uh, show their uh, acting chops. So um, and and I think that that's. Uh, uh, that will be a popular genre uh, in the coming, uh, uh, you know, this year and then possibly next year. But then, as you know, like, you know, when you have more knockoffs like this, uh, yeah. you know, usually they all kind of eat up, you know, each other. And then uh, you'll have a lot of inferior movies and then uh, people get tired of that genre. So, yeah. Is that generally how the trend goes in Korea? I mean, I remember a few years ago, uh, it was all about those gangster-type movies, maybe comedy gangster movies, serious gangster movies, and then you had these pseudo-historical dramas that were always very popular and depicting, depicting other kind of um, historical periods. Uh, these trends kind of go, and then you see a, a copycat effect, and then that trend dies away, and that's usually sort of like a cycle of two years or so? Yeah, well, you know, usually movies uh, take a long time to get made. Uh, you develop a script, and then uh, usually takes takes more than months, and then uh, the you know the filming itself uh, takes several months, and then post production and everything. So by the time the movie comes out, usually films are not not necessarily uh, uh, trendsetters or like uh, they're not. Uh, I wouldn't call yeah like films usually by the time the movies come out, uh, they're they're not really uh, trendy anymore. Um, one interesting aspect of a lot of people worried about how uh, the film quotas are going to be giving too much of a dominance to Hollywood movies. These huge blockbusters, for example, recently like Star Wars, the the most recent installment, breaking box office records all around the world except here in Korea. You don't see this line of Star Wars fanatics in their costumes trying to watch this movie. Is it just because Korea is a sort of a unique market? It is definitely a unique market, and uh, Hollywood also looks at Korea as a very, it's an odd, interesting, uh, they're very curious about uh, the Korean market. Obviously, uh, Star Wars was, uh, it's a mystery, uh, still a mystery why the film didn't do well, uh, you know, despite the aggressive marketing, um, obviously, you know, uh, when the film opened here. Um, and um, well, in the old days, um, um, it was known that sci-fi, uh, science fiction movies don't do well in Korea, but that's not the case anymore. Mm. Um, Interstellar, a couple of years ago, right. was huge. Right. Um, and the Marvel movies uh, usually do well, and Gravity did well. Right. Uh, this can do well, and um, so I'm kind of like trying to think what, what's the reason. I mean, traditionally, I mean, Star Wars uh, never had big fans in Korea and I think it uh, maybe has to, it's it just like, again, my, my theory, um, if a movie, if, 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 it's, if it's a sci-fi movie, if it's earthbound, I think the audience seems to like it. Mm. Uh, I'm talking about like Star Trek, it, it's got uh, humans. I mean, obviously, <laughs> well, we have humans, but this is a story that takes place in the galaxy far, far away from right, here. Right, right. So there's that, that sense of, uh, I think that if it's kind of reality-based, uh, people seem to like it, uh, but... You know, if it's more of a kind of space opera, that type of a story, I don't think that the audience here really, yeah, they, they see this, oh, this is an American myth. Um, yeah. Well, let, I guess we're almost out of time, but the final question, and it's an issue I think you want to address, is these big blockbuster hits both domestically and from Hollywood kind of sucking all the oxygen out and really leaving little room for the very talented independent filmmakers. Um, is that a concern, and what are ways we can address that balance in the Korean film industry? Well, I mean, uh, the, the, uh, the films 
the, the market itself is definitely uh, uh, it's really booming. We, it, but at the same time, I think it's people. Uh, there are a lot of uh, formulaic movies uh, coming out of Korea, and um, and a lot of these big studio movies. They they usually take up the most of the, uh, the, the theaters, and I think that um, um, soon we're gonna talk about again. You know, antitrust thing. Uh, you know that uh, this is a uh, uh, the. You know the monopoly of, of these uh, few films. You know that's going to be that's going to hurt the market, the industry overall. Right. Uh, the quality of uh, Korean films overall has gone down. I mean, you know, compared mm. with uh, let's say a decade ago. Uh, you know, films by Park Chan Wook, Kim Ji Hoon, uh, Yoo Seung Won. You know, those on Bong Joon Ho. Those films were really you know excellent. But uh, right. you know, now uh, a lot of these studio-driven movies they're definitely uh, are hurting the quality of mm. films here. Uh, I just think that. Um, there's uh, some measures have to be taken here, um, uh, and, and, and there's got to be some kind of system where we can support the uh, independent films and, and you know, art films okay. and whatever. Yeah, so. Well, we hope we can have you back again for a further discussion on that. Thank you so much for joining us, especially during the holidays. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. That was Jin Wan-suk. Uh, let's turn now to Seoul City News.